This is the Restoring Eve podcast with Rachel Nichols. I am a woman's hormone specialist, business mentor, trauma-informed hypnotherapist, and transformational coach. I support women in the holistic restoration and embodiment of their feminine design, mind, body, and soul. This podcast is a portal to support you in the reclamation of the juicy life of overflow that you were created for. We will be diving deep into wellness, embodiment, femininity, soul-led business, and so much more. Let's begin. Hello, babe. Welcome to Restoring Eve podcast episode number one. I am so excited to be here. I'm also really, really happy that I told everyone that I was going to be starting and launching the podcast when I did because it's really been the exact fire under my booty that I needed it to be and has really held me accountable because I didn't really realize all the tech that goes into creating a podcast and it has been a little bit of a stretch. But you know what? We are here. It's happening I'm so excited to be sharing more of my life with you. That's really my intention in creating this space is that you have a space to go to and really soak up my knowledge and what it would be like to work with me and all the things that I know and start really building a relationship with each other that's really special because I am the girl who listens to podcasts all the time when I'm doing the dishes, when I'm cleaning my house, when I'm going on walks. It's something that I really, really love. And I think that it's very feminine to want to connect deeper with people that we see online and kind of get to know them a little bit better, step into their energy, step into their field. So I'm really happy to be here. I'm happy to be connecting with you right now and to be starting a deeper relationship with each other. So thank you so much for listening. I had so many things that I wanted to talk to you about for our first episode. And today I really decided to focus on what my glow tips are, like what my skin glow tips are. This was also definitely voted the highest when I did an Instagram poll of what you guys want to hear from me. This was number one. I also really like how different it is. I feel like almost everyone's first podcast is their story. And you know what? That might be next week, but this week we're talking about how to get your glow. This is something that I love to talk about. I love talking about skin in general because if you have been following me for a while, I used to really struggle with acne for almost over 10 years. And wow, I tried everything, right? I tried Accutane. I tried spironolactone. I was on antibiotics for a long time when I was like in high school. Um, I did all the pharmaceuticals, all the quick fixes that never quite fixed my skin, um, and nothing helped until I really dove into the root cause, the root cause of where my acne was coming from, where my skin imbalance was coming from, which is the exact framework I share with my one-to-one clients now, but it's really a combination of healing your hormones, healing your liver, which is very linked to your hormones, and also making sure you're addressing any stored trauma, stored emotions within your body. So that's certainly more of the like rooted protocol of healing your skin. But once you kind of get to that place, what I want to talk to you about today is how to get the glow, right? The glow from within, where does that come from? What are some tips and tricks? And what are some things that you can really be doing today? Like right when you get off this podcast to get the glow back. So 
this will be very fun. I have everything kind of numbered out here to kind of roll through with you. Um, so we're going to start with a little bit more fundamentals, move into some really easy kind of like trendy things that actually really work and then end with some like emotional tips as well. Because as we know, our skin is a sense organ. So a lot of the times if we are not experiencing our emotions, it can be expressed through our skin. Okay. So number one, always use cold water to wash your face. Is that obvious? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it wasn't obvious to me. Like, especially in the winter here, it gets really cold. And I, the last thing I would want to do is use cold water naturally on my face. Um, but something about the warm water, the way that it comes out through like our hot water tanks in our homes is just not as clean. Um, so number one, always wash your face with cold water. Number two, always wash your face for like two minutes, right? I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but we all kind of have acknowledged, I would hope from a young age to brush our teeth for two minutes, right? It's like, you want to really get in there and make sure your teeth are brushed. We want to focus on the same thing with your skin, especially if you're wearing like makeup and sunscreen or really putting anything on your face um, during the day. Even if you're not, you're like exposed to pollution, sweat, um, so many different things. So you're going to want to make sure to wash your face for like a solid two minutes. Um, and this makes a huge difference. It really does. I've seen a huge difference in my skin or even times of life where I'm really busy and I'm just kind of like rushing through my nighttime routine. Oftentimes it's very much reflected in my skin. So very easy, applicable things to kind of begin with there. The next tip, number three, is working with your skin, not against your skin. Okay. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is a lot of the times if you are experiencing acne or oiliness in your skin, I know this because this was me, um, you want to attack it with like drying agents, right? You're like using exfoliating peel pads. You're using um, benzoyl peroxide. You're using like all the things to like dry your skin out because you're like, oh my gosh, I have a breakout. I need to just zap this puppy fast and like get rid of it. And I don't even care if I burn my skin off in the process. Trust me, that was me. I would oscillate between having oily acneic skin and then having literally like the Sahara Desert on my face because I used so many chemicals that like dried it out so much. And my heart was in the right place. I was just trying to get rid of any acne that I was experiencing and just like burn it off, right? But if we do that, the body's going to respond by creating more oil because if we are burning our skin, like drying it out so much, your body's like, oh, she doesn't have enough oil. Okay. I'll take care of her because your body is always trying to take care of you. So we need to start to begin to work with it. So I know that this sounds very counterintuitive, but just stay with me here. If your skin is oily and you are having acne, a lot of the times, one of the best things you can do is work with more oils because if your skin is oily, and you put oils on your skin on top of the oil, your skin's going to be like, oh, great. She already has oil. I don't need to produce extra oil today. And so it's going to calm down the sebaceous um, buildup that's really giving you that acne. Um, and it's really going to help with your acne. That's why oil cleansing has become so popular within the last couple of years, especially for people with acneic skin is for that exact reason. So there's so many different oil cleansing oils that you can use out there. The one that I recommend, and also I feel like it's the most economical, is just getting jojoba oil. It's spelt with a J, <laughs> jojoba oil, if you're going to spell it phonetically, um, if you're looking for it at the store. But the reason why this is a really good place to start is because 
first of all, it's a straight oil. Like there's not a bunch of like stuff in it. Um, and if you are an acne girly like me, like I will always have sensitive skin. And if I try a product on the market that is like an oil cleanser, and yes, it has like a solid base of like sea buckthorn oil or jojoba oil, but then it has like a bunch of essential oils in it as well. Honestly, it normally causes me to break out. So the reason I'm telling you this is because I'm sure you're a lot like me and just start really small and simple and just using a straight oil, just like one oil will help tremendously. And it will also cut down on your oil production. So personally, what I do and what I use as like cleansing kind of vibe is I like to oil cleanse first, get all my makeup off, all my sunscreen off with the oil. I'm normally just using like a straight jojoba oil and then I'll use like a milky cleanser because again, I don't want to strip my skin by using like an acne cleanser. I'm using air quotes because a lot of the times they're really stripping. Like if you wash your face and then you have like that Sahara feeling of just like, oh my gosh, my skin is like parched. You're likely using something that's stripping your skin tremendously. So every now and then, maybe, definitely not every night. You want to work with your skin, not against it. And the same thing is true if you have dry skin. So if you have dry skin, you don't want to go hammer with the oil because it's going to do the opposite thing, right? If you have dry skin and you're pouring a ton of oils on your face all the time, oil, oil, oil all day, then your skin is going to be like, oh, nice. Like she already, she already has oils, so I don't need to produce it. And then it's going to make your skin more dry. So again, work with your skin type, not against it. This is very, very opposite of what we kind of see with a lot of estheticians, a lot of like our modern world when it comes to skin balance. And yeah, could not be farther from the truth, especially after you travel. This is like a really, really good thing to do when you get home because most people break out when they get home from traveling, especially if they've been on the plane for a really long time. I'm sure if you're listening, you are like, amen, I get it. Um, We've all been there. And that is called honey tapping. And I know it sounds so weird, but the best part about it is you probably already have honey in your pantry right now. So I would definitely opt for raw honey, especially like raw local honey if you have it. I know that it can be very easy to find, which is amazing. So honey tapping, what it is, it's really just what it sounds like. You take a bunch of honey right? Like a big tablespoon. And you're going to put it into your fingers, rub it on your face, um, get it kind of everywhere, like as if it was like a face mask. And then you're just going to take your two, like two pointer fingers, right? And just tap your skin. So it feels honestly amazing. And you just have to trust me. And like, when you do it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. It feels amazing. Like pulls the outer layer of your skin, like away from your face. So it really stimulates your lymphatic system, which is so good for clearing acne. And even if you don't have any acne, it brings so much brightness to your skin. I really don't deal with acne like at all anymore, except for the occasional pimple from, like I said, travel or, you know, stress, something like that. Um, and I still do honey tapping like once a week because like I said, it just brings me so much like glow to my skin and like vibrancy. And yeah, it's literally just the best. I also feel like it definitely helps with like fine lines because really when we're looking at like fine lines, aging, any sort of skin imbalance, it's all related to our lymphatic system in our face and making sure that our lymphatic system is actually draining. So personally, I have tried gua sha. It's not on the list of recommendations, you guys, because honey tapping honestly has had way greater effects for me personally. Um, And I think it will for you too as well. There's so many reasons. Like I said, it stimulates your lymphatic system. Also, honey is antibacterial. It's antiviral. 
it really is going to take care of any like microbiome imbalance on your skin. And when you rinse it off, it's actually a really natural exfoliant, especially if you get raw honey, like I recommended, because it does have like a smidge of like graininess to it. So when you remove it from your face, again, with cold water, right? And just like your hands, you're not going to want to ever rub your face with a towel, heaven forbid. <laughs> Rinsing it off with your with your face in some cold water, it really does kind of like remove some of the dead skin cells that are there. So it's literally like 360 amazing way to take care of your skin on a weekly basis, just making sure you do a little honey mask, little honey tapping action. Amazing. You're just going to have to trust me. If you guys try this, tag me on Instagram. I would love to see you doing it, chat with you about it, see how it went, what the vibes are. It's super fun, super economical. We love, we love cheap things. We love cheap things that work. If you are finding this podcast helpful, I would love to invite you into deeper glow by joining my exclusive community, the Muse membership. In this container, you'll receive a library of my teachings, access to me in a group chat to ask me anything, and my skin healing course, Skin Within, which is my signature formula that I have taken many one-to-one clients through to transform skin imbalance for good. Not only will this membership transform your health, but it will also impact your entire being because when we feel good in our bodies, it impacts the way we show up in all aspects of life. The link is in the show notes to learn more. Now back to the episode. Okay. My last like practical, easy, accessible tip is ice rolling. So I have an ice roller. Um, I have one from bond charge. I'll link it below in the podcast notes. Um, but you can really get them anywhere, right? Or you can probably just even use an ice cube. You don't really need to use an ice roller, but that's something I really try and do every morning after my morning skincare routine is just ice roll my face. And first of all, it feels amazing. Something I want to emphasize here is you don't just want to like roll back and forth. Like we see a lot of people doing on social media. Um, right now you want to be going up and out because that is the way that the lymphatic system flows through our face. So again, a little lymphatic boost there. And then I feel like the coldness of it really helps with like tightening your skin, um, getting rid of pores. It has made a huge and noticeable difference in my skin. Again, if you are dealing with any sort of skin imbalance as well, it's going to be helpful because it's going to be limiting your inflammation, right? Because it's cooling. Also want to make sure that what you are using on your face, whether that's an ice cube or an ice roller is very clean. So obviously if you are using an ice cube, opting for water that is clean. So if you have a water purifier, amazing. Otherwise, you know, I would probably opt for like more of like a spring water bottle situation going to the ice cubes. Because if you're putting it on your face, we don't want that to be dirty, right? Okay. I think that that was six tips so far, you guys. We are moving along. Number seven. We're going to talk about being seen. So we're shifting a little bit more here into the emotional, the energetic components of having glowy skin. Not only is this going to help with like healing any sort of skin imbalance that you are actively dealing with, but like I said, these are glow tips. So this is really from a framework of healed hormones, healed liver, healed emotional expression. How can we put the cherry on top? Like how can we glow from within? on top of the healing that you're already doing and creating recognition and safety and presence with our capacity to be seen is something that's very integral. This is also something that will impact every aspect of your life. I mean, if you have your own business, as you can imagine, you have to show up a lot, right? Whether you're showing up on like Instagram stories or you're showing up to your staff or you're showing up 
to give presentations, like whatever capacity it is, your ability to hold the sensation of being seen and being witnessed, it impacts your entire being. It also impacts your skin in a huge way because like I said, your skin is really one of the first things, if not the first thing people see when they look at you. So it's going to be reflecting the way you feel in your body about being seen. So working on some of the more energetic components of being seen here is going to be very, very helpful. I will have a podcast soon about how to create safety in your body somatically around being seen and how to step into that if perhaps you're not feeling safe there. So something coming soon there. Making sure you're addressing stored emotions within your body is also imperative and one of my little bullet points today. If we are repressing our emotions, if we are repressing our more, doing air quotes, negative emotions, sidebar, no such thing as negative emotions. There's just emotions. However, in our current culture, And through our upbringing, oftentimes we are told, whether consciously or subconsciously, that emotions such as sadness, emotions such as anger are not good emotions and we're not supposed to be expressing them because we're supposed to be this good little girl, right? We get these messages when we're a kid because we want to be seen and loved and we learn pretty quickly that the best way to do that is to kind of stuff our more negative emotions of sadness and anger. And I would say that for women in particular, but maybe everyone, especially, yeah, especially more women, anger in particular is one that is often not expressed. There's a lot of shame, unfortunately, attached to the emotion of anger because really there's not that many people out there that can safely and effectively transmute anger. Oftentimes we see, especially with that heavier, deeper textured emotion, either emotional collapse when we are experiencing the sensation of anger. So what I mean by collapse is like dumping, right? Like emotional dumping. So like lashing out, reactivity, exploding. Or on the other hand, we also see repression. So stuffing the emotion within our nervous system down deeper actually sweeping it under the rug and being like, yep, I'm not going to be experiencing this. This is not safe. So I'm not even going to allow it to exist within my body. So these are both very, very, very common responses to the emotion of anger. It's very rare that we see the somatic holding of our emotions, specifically anger. So that's something that I teach in my course, Skin Within. And To kind of transmute some wisdom to you all today, it's really just learning how to hold sensation within your body. And I know that that sounds simple and complicated all at the same time, but essentially we can learn to expand our nervous system through the good and the bad moments of life. So really what it comes down to is just being able to hold sensation. So when you're happy, how long can you hold the sensation of being happy within your body? Can you get in touch with what the sensation is? Where do you feel it in your body? What does it feel like? If you drew a picture of your feeling, what would the picture look like? You know, where is it residing? What is the texture of the emotion, right? So hopefully these are all good questions to kind of get your body thinking about its emotions. Oftentimes we just live from this place in our heads of logicalizing everything and creating so many stories and 
reacting from a place of remembrance, uh, perhaps something that happened in our life previously, instead of dropping into our primal body and feeling the feeling without having to attach things to it, without having to move it anywhere, but instead being able to really hold it. So addressing stored emotion is very, very key when it comes to achieving and reaching like the goal um, glow of your dreams is very much attached to our capacity to emotionally hold, which ties into my next bullet point here. Basically the same thing as what we've already said, feeling emotions, allowing your body to feel emotions, whether good, whether bad, not attaching a story, a narrative to it, but instead just allowing yourself to experience and dance through life. We live in such an overstimulated culture that there are about a million and one ways that we can repress. Repressing isn't always conscious. Honestly, oftentimes it's not conscious at all. Repressing an emotion can be, you know, feeling triggered by your spouse and then, you know, binging Netflix for like 48 hours. It can be feeling overwhelmed at work and then just scrolling social media when you run for your bathroom break or for your lunch break. A lot of the times we want to escape, we want to numb out of feelings, sometimes even even good feelings, even positive feelings. So just learning to sit with your emotions more, hold space for them. It doesn't need to look like a three-step program or you know, a five-step plan for holding your emotions. It's actually a lot more simple than, than we can think. I think it's just Sometimes, again, we want to escape <laughs> by having a five-step plan. But if there's anything that you can take away from this somatic part, it's just allowing yourself to hold without collapse, allowing yourself to hold without repression. So I know we went from very light skin tips <laughs> to a little bit more heavy skin tips, but each of these things have been transformational in my skin healing journey, specifically towards the last year, specifically since I healed the root of imbalance and have really focused on, again, maximizing my glow, working on anti-aging, right? None of us want to get older, um, at least for our skin. We don't want our skin to get older. I think getting older is a beautiful thing. So I hope that this all served you so much. I'm sending you guys so much love. I am so grateful that you are here in my community listening to this podcast. I cannot wait to serve you in all the podcasts to come. It's a really rainy day here today. I'm going to go take a bath, kind of have a nice little wind down routine and just enjoy the romance of the rain. And I'll talk to you soon. If today's episode served you, please share it on social media and leave a review. I would love to hear from you on Instagram at restoring.eve or head to my website, restoringeve.com to connect and apply to work with me. Until next time, I'm Rachel Nichols, and this is Restoring Eve.